Hello, welcome back to Centennial State Sports. My name is Luke, and today we are going to talk about the Colorado Rockies and their three-game series against the Mets and their previous game against the Pirates. Uh, they did not play a game on Friday because we had snow in May, so we had a doubleheader on Saturday. On the first game of the doubleheader, the Rockies lost 1-5, to and... It was the starting pitching from Herman Marquez that uh, really hurt. Um, Marquez only went six innings. Uh, he had 11 hits, four earned runs, one base on ball, and seven strikeouts. And they brought in Elias Chassin for two innings. He gave up a hit, a walk, and had one strikeout. And then finally, Carlos Estevez uh, finished it out, having one inning, one hit. So... It was tough. I, you know, I, I'm a huge Marquez fan. Um, watching him struggle is really, really tough. You know, I want him to succeed as much as he can. He had a ton of success in Colorado. And him having this uh, slump really sucks, you know. Especially with four earned runs and six innings. Um, yeah, that's not, that's not a good outing. Um, I just hope that he can have a turnaround in June. Hopefully a new start in June. Hopefully that helps him get his feet set underneath him and hopefully turn this uh, season around because um, because Freeland's been up and down in the lineup. Chet Cool's been doing well. We'll talk about how he did against Pittsburgh today. Um, but we need the old Marquez to help anchor this rotation. You know, pitching has always been a you know, weak point of the Rockies. Um, but usually starting pitching has been better than the bullpen. So you need a lot of uh, good alleys from your starting pitcher to help the bullpen that has been struggling in the past. So I really want to see Herman Marquez get better. I want to see him, you know, improve, hopefully have a better June. So that's um, hopefully what I'm looking forward to. All right, talking about the batting, Connor Joe was one for five. Uh, Charlie Blackman went for four. Bryant was one for four. Crone had a good day. He was three for four. Uh, McMahon was over four. Rogers was one for four. Daza one for four. Uh, Jose Iglesias was one for two. Hanson was over one, and Elise Diaz is zero for four. So you know, rough day with the bats. Also, it wasn't just uh, Marquez not pitching well. Um, they couldn't hit anything either. So the only day that, uh, or the only person that had a good day was I feel like CJ Crone for the first game. The second game, though, was completely different. The Rockies won 11 to three. Um, and then they tied the series at the time, one to one. This was a uh, completely different outcome. Um, they had some good pitching. They spread around a lot. Um, but uh, the one thing I really wanted to talk about was uh, Brian uh, Servin. He had four at bats. He had two hits, uh, two home runs, which is absolutely crazy. This kid is uh, is a huge thing. I, I'm excited for him. You know, he's only 27. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm pumped for him to come up and already get two home runs, you know, in his second game. His first game was already well, yeah. Yeah, his first game was uh um against San Francisco at five eighteen where he went over two and he came in uh, on the twenty first, uh, hitting two for four, and then of course he had a rough game, you know, the next day going uh, one for four, but that's still 25, you know, per 
percent, so 250. So not terrible for him coming up. I'm I'm really excited for this uh, Frank Servant. Though he is looking promising, has some great power. Um, but yes, he was the highlight of the day on the second game on Saturday, hitting two home runs. Uh, some other uh, stats on that was Kyron Joe also had a really good game. He had a three-hit ball game um, out of five attempts. Charlie Blackman was 0 for 4. Crone uh, was 1 for 3. Um, Ryan McMahon was 1 for 5. Gritchick had 2 for 4. Rogers was 1 for 3. Hillard was 1 for 4. Hampson was 1 for 4. And, of course, Servin was 2 for 4. So it, it was uh, completely different. The bats got alive. Um, the pitching was well. They only gave up uh, 3 earned runs. So it was just very, very different. From game one to game two, which was nice. You know, he thought, oh, we're going to get some momentum going into the third game on Sunday. But that was also a letdown. It's so tough. Um, five scoreless innings between the two teams. Nothing was scored between five innings. The sixth inning, I don't even, I can't even blame. Um, I can't even blame uh, Gomber at all. You know, he had a one hopper. He gave up a one hop to Grinchley out in right field. Uh, got past him. Got to the wall. Uh, and then I believe it was a triple. Yeah, I think it was a triple uh, to you know with one or no outs. And that's already hard enough. And then he gave up two in that inning. And then nothing throughout the rest of the game. So that one little uh, error messed him up. And that's just I feel so bad. Gomber pitched so well. He pitched seven innings, seven hits, um, two earned runs is what they got. He gave him with two strikeouts, but uh, he pitched very, you know, very good. Lucas Gilbert came in with one inning, uh, no hits, no earned runs, no walks, and then Tyler Kingley finished it off with one inning, no hits, no earned runs, and then two strikeouts. Um, so it was more of a pitching day. Uh, Connor Joe was hitless in three at bats. Dazza was hitless in three at bats. Um, Bryant was 0 for 2 also. CJ, the only ones that got hits was CJ. He was 1 for 4. French Chicken was 1 for 4. And then Rogers actually had a decent day going 2 for 4. Iglesias um, was 1 for 4. And Servin was 1 for 4 as well. So it was a um, very, very pitching, you know, kind of game um, for the Mets. Uh, Dijon Walker was really good. It's nice to see Adam O back out on the mound. Um, he threw two-thirds innings with no hits, no earned runs, uh, with two walks and a strikeout. But um, overall, it was just very heartbreaking. You know? <laughs> Going through the fifth through five innings, um, scoreless, trying to get into the best bullpen because Walker is a really good pitcher. Um, having Anavino walk two, uh, feeling pretty good, and then getting out of the inning, it, it just it is what it is. You know, the Rockies um, are facing a Mets team that you know was 28-15, doing very well, um, and it just hurts. It hurts to lose one that your starting pitcher goes so far into the game, seven innings. You just want to give him the win, especially at home. Um, but no, I, I was very impressed with Gomber. Um, He's been a huge role in this rotation, especially when um, we have some injuries and uh, when 
some guys that you think that we're going to produce don't produce. That's just baseball, you know. Marquez had a bad game, and that's like I said, that's just baseball. So, talking about uh, the game today against Pittsburgh, we're in Pittsburgh, you know, up at PNC Park, uh, and that uh, that's that's a rough one because the Rockies are always really really good at home and really really bad on the road. It doesn't matter what the opponent is; that's just how it is, and that's what the story was again today. The Rockies won, lost. Excuse me. The Rockies lost one. I was gonna say one. That's why. That's how many runs they scored. They didn't win. Uh, they lost one to two against the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates are now 17 and 24. The Rockies are now 19 and 22. So there is two more games left in this series. If the Rockies win the series and go two for one, they can hopefully push it to 21 and 22 and be one game under 500. And they can definitely do that. So, reading some of the um, stats for this game. Chad Cool, uh, he, man, I was also talking to someone on, you know, Twitter about this, you know, chatting with someone. It was just really rough to see Chad Cool struggle. He had four walks, uh, one strikeout. He had four walks and four in a third inning pitch. So, you know, a walking inning, which isn't good. He started guys out a lot at uh, 1-0 when you're trying to work back from a 1-0 count. That's already hard enough. Uh, it just didn't seem like uh, the old Chad Cool, you know, with the the whip down and everything like that. So, excuse me. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like Chad I was off. Um, and, yeah, I, I, it was just a rough, rough game for him. Uh, but he did give up only one run, and that was in the, in the uh, first inning. And then he gave up nothing other than that. The other run that the Pirates got was in the eighth um, against uh, Tyler Kingley, which is also rough. But um, it was just a low-scoring game, uh, very to little, no offense. But Connor Joe was doing Connor Joe stuff. He yeah, was two for five. Uh, looked good. Blackman was one for four. CJ had a rough day going over four. Um, Ryan McMahon was also over two. He got two walks, so he was on base twice with two walks. Brandon Rogers was one for four. Uh, Grinchick had zero for four. Uh, Inglesius was one for three with a walk. Tim Heller was one for four. And Elise Diaz was one for three with a walk. Now, I wanted to talk about Elise Diaz. Uh, he was a crazy, you know, behind the plate. You know, he had one play at the home plate when it was tied one to one, where he had a throw from Rogers. It wasn't the best throw, but he made an acrobatic uh, move to take the guy out at home, and it was absolutely crazy. So, at least he has played his butt off. He he did really well. Um, I really like him that behind the dish, throwing guys out. Um, as the one I thought he was going to get the, the, the actually the run that you know gave the that Pittsburgh the win the go ahead run uh, I thought he was going to throw him out a second lost the handle on the ball and of course it was late but uh, this team is so up and down it's so hard being a Rockies fan because they look so good they score 11 runs in one game and then boom they score one in the next one so it, it's just really hard you know, they, they're terrible on the road, but I can I, I don't know why, but I feel like they can hopefully 
when the series go two and one, hopefully go back up to uh, 21 and 22. Um, and then you have a national team that have been struggling. A Miami team that's pretty good, but you're at home. So that helps with that series. And then you have a Braves team that's really good. Uh, a Giants team that's been back and forth. A San Diego team. And then you know, and that's put to you by the Guardians, which has been up and down. So I feel the next, hopefully you can win the next two games and you go into Washington having some momentum, hopefully take two games there. I know it's wishful thinking. I know it is. But if you go win the next two series, be over 500 going into um, back at home against the Miami Marlins, who's a good team, but you're really good at home. And then you also have the Braves at home too, which you're really good at home again. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's the game plan. Of course, you know, want to win all the games you want, but we got to also think realistically, and we're also kind of shooting for the stars with uh, asking the Rockies to go, uh, two, two more games on the road and hopefully winning the next uh, out of the next five games, you want them to win the next four. <laughs> and that's kind of wishful thinking. But um, hopefully they do that. Go home. You know, have some momentum against Miami, you know, Marlins. So I appreciate you guys listening. If you want to check out our Twitter, we like to try to follow everyone. We try to go on Facebook too, post some stuff. Um, check out our website at sensestatesports.com. Have articles up there. We talk about the Buffaloes, the Rams, the Broncos, ton of Av stuff right now. We're hitting Avs crazy with the playoffs. And, of course, Rockies as well and Nuggets. So make sure to hit us up, do some articles, let some feedback, and we'll see you next time.